0: Welcome to the Mike Ferry TV podcast, here from the global leader in real estate sales training and coaching, the legendary Mike Ferry. Every Monday, you'll listen to Mike Ferry discuss a variety of topics to help real estate agents and brokers grow their real estate business by focusing on improving their mindset, developing their skills, and creating a plan of action to increase their production. Let's begin. And welcome and good morning back to Mike Ferry TV. We have a very wonderful and great person on the call today, Miss Carol Turner. Um, And Carol's been involved for the last couple of days in one of our prospecting clinics. And uh, so, Carol, we've been doing these prospecting clinics for probably now 25, 30 years. Long time. And, And it's interesting that the success that you folks and the coaches are having with our clients virtually is actually better than the success we had live at the prospect. And you've done both live and yes, virtual. I have. First of all, I'm going to ask, tell our great uh, viewers. We have a lot of people watching my Freddie TV. Tell them where you live and what your background is, please. Cause you have. Sure. a great. Well,
1: thank you. I live in the Philadelphia area of Pennsylvania. I've been working with you as a coach, full-time coach for over nine and a half years. And sure. I before that actually trained the Mike Ferry system exclusively for seven years with Coal Banker Preferred. And let's just say I've been a realtor for a very, very, very long time.
0: <laughs> okay, so I don't, I don't need to know the date, but how long have you been? I'm sorry? How long have you been in the industry now?
1: Um, almost 38 years.
0: Good for you. Um, we had a chance to interview Sydney Fulan, who was, I know was a friend of yours. I think she is also about 38 years. Which is yes. it's it's amazing to me that we've known each other as long as we have and that we're still smiling, you know, working <laughs> single day with this crazy business. So thank you for participating today. So so just give us an outline of what what happens
1: in a prospecting clinic,
0: because it's very unique to do these virtually as you've done so well.
1: Well, what's interesting is in the clinic I was just a part of, we had brand new agents, <clears throat> as well as incredibly experienced agents all together. About 24 people showed up this this last time. And we had everyone, almost everyone set an appointment on the first day. So what happens is everyone gets started with a coach kind of warming them up, talking them through this. They've been sent a book with all of the scripts, actually even how to get themselves ready to prospect. And then we walk them through it we do affirmations and we let them go. So they they
0: prospecting at their office or home where they used to our office together.
1: Absolutely. So we used to have them in, you know, 30 to 40 people right there in Las Vegas and in Florida. And now they're on a Zoom call. We see all their faces and they're making the calls and the energy is high.
0: That's exciting because it it almost seems like, and I don't have the actual results for the last. It's been almost eighteen months now doing these on virtual, wow. and um, it just seems like the results are so much better. Can you can you identify why would the results for prospect be better this way than alive?
1: Well, what was interesting, especially in this last one. <clears throat> they get to work with you one-on-one. So they're moved into a breakout room and you're with them and they'll bring up either a topic or we actually watch them prospect and we critique them right there and help them get to another level. Or for the brand news, there was a lot of teaching. <laughs> they didn't really know what they were doing, um, but they could walk away or go back into the main room feeling confident that they can move forward. Yeah. And that's what we're looking for, getting them to, A, focus, which a lot of people are doing right now. Coming to this, the texts I received are, thank you. I needed to focus for four hours. I had to do this. And that, I think, is probably more important than anything else.
0: That is great. Well, you, you have such a big advantage, and that is all those years of being the training director at CB. And that company you were with was a great client. And it's, I mean, it's still a great company. I think they sold it to NRT. Yes, uh, they did. Um, so how much does that experience? Because you had a lot of new licensees and we have a lot of new licensees. At this retreat, Carol, if you remember, we did this last month or six, eight weeks ago in July. Um, yes. The audience was a year or less in the business, which was, I've never That's had amazing. That. Yeah. Yeah. What what is the difference when you're doing the teaching with a new licensee versus a person four or five years, 10 years that may never have produced much business? What is interesting?
1: You said that we had, we had both of those kinds of people. Well, we get them right now in coaching. I think the two things is for the brand new is they have a lot of things to learn and we have to take them. We have to ask them to patient a little bit to learn the skills of how to, to actually run their business. For for those who have sold real estate before, it's a little bit easier because we're just giving them the specific systems that they need right now to start producing faster. Yes. So the first group, we're trying to find a transaction for them, (laughs) help them find a transaction and learn it the best way. I mean, I I know this sounds silly, but I couldn't do anything else besides the Mike Ferry system after training it so long. It's the only way I know that helps people get there faster and more logically. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Well,
0: actually, you know, when you said what you said, I said to Serena a couple of days ago, um, it's really no longer the Mike Ferry sales system. When you're working, it's the Carol Turner success (laughs) system. Or it's the Sydney Fuller or Miss Chiboyan, um, because that's, that's really what we have to believe. How many clients do you coach for us? How many do you have? 67. That? Wow. So you have one of the biggest schedules of all of our full time coaches. I do.
1: Right?
0: Yeah, thank you. And by the way, um, hats off to you, because I know that is a stressful, exciting job. So, Can I okay. tell you
1: it's an advantage?
0: Say that. Tell me again. It's an
1: advantage. I coach okay. all over North America. I am on the pulse of all these markets and it I can get from each of them something to give to others. There's so much to be able to share. So yeah. we're, we're teaching the system, but in coaching, there's more than just the systems. It's about getting to the next step. And um, I feel like I have an advantage because I know what's going on all across the country.
0: Well, that, that is a huge advantage, in fact, um, I said to Kathy Schweitzer a couple weeks ago. I said, nationally, the market is changing, and it's you know it's 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 not getting worse and it's not getting better. It's just kind of leveling off a little bit. Um, the days on market has extent. I, I coach Zach Bear, who oh, is of right, course. not too far from you in Philadelphia. And, you know, the number of expireds is getting bigger. Yeah. The number- Offers per listing is shrinking back to somewhat a normal situation. Um, price reductions are more common. Expired listings are taking place. I talked to Ren Jones at Vulcan 7, and he said, we have expired listings now more than ever, more than we've had in 18 months. Are you experiencing that same environment with most of your clients?
1: I do that with many, not all, but many, yeah. yes, absolutely. And I, I, I kind of think, I feel stabilization more than a problem. I do think that it's a lot more advantageous to buyers that there's not against 20 different people now. There's still multiple offers in in multiple markets, and really, it's in multiple price points. So it's really something that the client has to watch regularly. They have to be on top of their statistics every day.
0: Yeah. I, I really think, Carol, what you're saying there, and I want everybody to listen to what Carol said, be on top of the market stats almost every day today. It's that important, especially when you're talking to a seller. Absolutely. Keep them, keep them aware. Um, but I like that word stabilization because that, you know, it's it's becoming a little more stable. You know, it, we can't expect the big checks instantaneously without any effort that we could expect six months ago. Do you agree? Do you sure. yeah. Agreed. Good. So, what are some of the common things you see in the agents that are doing the best? What are some of their common you know, they always use the word characteristics. You know, I guess that's as good a word sure. as that. Sure.
1: Well, a couple of them are, I'm going to say, boring. The, the top producers that I work with are consistent and reliable first. Okay. They always show up. They always are prepared. And they're always ready to go to work. And I know that's kind of boring. <laughs> but that's, the, that's sort of the foundation, but when I think of the people who are producing at the highest levels right now, there are a few things that are very specific. They know their goals inside and out, and they are so driven or, you know, it's that I, people use the word grit. I feel the grit from them regularly. They will do whatever it takes to achieve their goals, <clears throat> which makes it easier for a coach. <laughs> the, the other thing I see with them is that they have um, sort of the ability to have the broad look at their lives, the thinking big look, as well as being able to look at daily and weekly goals and live within them. And some people who are not as successful don't have as easy a time to be able to do both of those well.
0: You know, it, I, I wish everybody would really pay attention to what you just said, because that, I, I wrote down a broad look at themselves. Yes. You know, they're all saying, well, I, if I could just be like Carol, if I could just be like Bob, why don't you be like the person in the mirror, but just improved?
1: <laughs> Good that's, idea.
0: That's really what it's all about. But I, I also wrote down the word driven. You know, you, yes. you have something. Um, we spent a lot of this past summer, as, as I'm sure you were aware, we were at our house at the beach, yes. versus being in this nice, cool Las Vegas temperature in May, June, July and August. And it was interesting, Carol, because we started writing a four-year plan for Sabrina and I, because at 76, four years, all of a sudden has the number eight in front of my age, which uh, wow. it, it's, it's really hard for me. Somebody said to me last week, and because we've known each other so long, I can share this with you. Somebody said, what's it like to be 76? I said, I don't know. I've never been 76 before. You know, <laughs> right. But, it's just like 75 except my date on my calendar is more than it was in the past but we start right there with you not at 76 but yeah no I know you're not but we started planning the next four years and the more we talked about it the more excited we got and the better our decisions became and we could see clearly at age 80 what we can what I can do now Sabrina as most of our clients know, is substantially younger than I am. So um, she has much more time left on this wonderful thing called earth than I probably have. But you really have to have a big overall thinking, big view, which I, I, I think is a great thought. What's the biggest frustration you experience um, doing the training, the teaching, the coaching, the, practice, the clinics, you know, cause you do so much.
1: Well, I don't know if I <laughs> You know, this is hard for me. I'm the consummate optimist. So I don't feel frustration for very long. Um, I can tell you what the challenges are, but frustration, I have to say, leaves me every 30 minutes. (laughs) So I I don't leave it in my head very long. I I don't know how to do that. So that's a hard question for me. But in terms of challenges, I kind of see it in two ways. So for the, the people who are having this wonderful year, and you've written about this and you've talked about this, we're working first of all to keep them out of complacency and re-establishing goals so that they continue to achieve but one of their biggest challenges are when you are achieving at a high level systems break down so we're looking at systems almost monthly and quarterly before they have to hire that second assistant or find new ways to have additional delegations and there's a lot of that happening with the top producers because they were having a great life before that, and now things have to be reevaluated. So we yep. have to do that pretty rapidly. Um, so they keep moving forward. So keep them out of complacency and watch how they're operating because systems will have to be revamped as they grow so quickly.
0: Well, as a person that was very involved with new licensees at CB all those years, you know, the number of new licensees today is almost overwhelming to the industry. I think we've right. added probably three to four hundred thousand agents um, right. over the last eight to twelve months to real estate, and they all see this great big paycheck um, visually, but they don't have one in their hand.
1: Well, there are the challenge is, yeah. right? They they so what I feel like I've done more this year was ask people to be patient and that they really need to get the foundation in place. And that's what I like about top top producers because they're always asking to learn, always. They want to know more, but the newer people or the people who haven't seen that success have to be fundamental. The fundamentals are the only way to it. And it's hard for them because of the distracted world we live in. So we have to take it in chunks of kinds of skills. You chunk it and work with that skill until they can really master that so that they can move on, but it takes time. And plus they're they're not getting the listings that rapidly as someone who's been getting them all the time. They don't have the database for that or the knowledge. So they end up working with buyers yeah. and yeah. we have to help them truly become more efficient at that and to have really strong standards with that because they're already running around crazy and they don't wanna go out with people who aren't motivated or, who aren't, or really aren't gonna be able to be qualified the way the market works now to have a home so there's a lot of emotion (laughs) with people who are newer to the business
0: boy and that is such a critical thought i think what you just said there is a lot of emotion because you know uh, yes we have to work with buyers it's part of life but it doesn't have to be our life correct uh, you know, the agents that listen to you and listen to myself and listen to the other people that share our knowledge is listings are the name of the game, period. Agreed. But why, why is it harder to get an agent, or is it so hard to get an agent to understand that? Because you have a lot of experience at this.
1: Well, so people, unfortunately, take the path of least resistance, and especially when they are learning and growing. So it's very difficult for them to hang in there you, a little bit longer, a little more, you know, it happened in the, on the clinic. You, you know, do take that third, do that fourth close. Don't give up because you've had 99 no's. It's 99 no's to a yes, keep at it. If we could just keep that stamina, put that grit in them, that, that uh, you know, the Kobe Bryant, the mamba, mamba mentality of mo- yep. never giving up then they're going to make it. We just have to get over the hump.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And of course, then you add to the fact that the paychecks, when they get them, are big. Um, bigger than we've ever seen, you and I. Okay? Yes. Um, I think, <laughs> sure. And when I say this, some of them will say no way, but my first paychecks as a realtor in 1970 were $285 for a listing sold.
1: that's not a lot of money
0: and and i thought it was pretty good at the time i I remember my my first listing i took at fifty thousand dollars i thought i had hit the roof for the biggest (laughs) listing in history you know so well you
1: know you bring up something important because when they're getting these first big checks the roller coaster begins so it's our job as coaches to be really tight with them getting back on the schedule and not to have those complacent moments because yeah. then they do what we've seen so many times. They work from paycheck to paycheck as opposed to building a business like we teach.
0: Well, it's interesting because that you mentioned complacency, you know, keeping the systems working forward. But the independent contractorship that we all have to deal with um, is probably what gets in the way of a lot of their really attaining. I I can't remember who said to me, if I could help them understand that they're in the sales business, they probably would be better off. And and, uh, that's something that you and I, of course, understand very well.
1: Well, you taught me, you know, this is a business and they have to understand that even though they have a roof over their heads with the broker, they are literally running a business and they have to open their store every day. And if they could kind of they still many people who come into coaching have an employee mentality and it's very difficult to get out of that when they've been employees in their past life yes
0: because the freedom is their greatest asset and their biggest liability Exactly. i want to tell all of our viewers something kind of fun um, when I asked Carol to be with us today, I sent her a list of questions, and then, of course, I didn't ask any of them. Um, but your insights were, I, I, I've got a whole page of notes for what you've said. Well, so, thank you. Well, no, it's just been great. I, uh, I we have to do this more often. That's for darn sure. So I want to say on behalf, we have thousands of people that watch Mike Ferry TV each week. As I do every week, watch it more than once, because there's too many things Carol said that have a lot of value, and each time they listen, they'll hear something a little bit new, so um, I know you've uh, been extremely active as a coach every day, running our prospecting school, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, Carol, will look forward to seeing you very soon, and I hope that uh, the balance of this year is as good for your clients as the first seven, eight, nine months have been, that's for sure. So thank for- you so
1: much. It's, it's an honor to work for this company. Uh, I enjoy it every single day.
0: Thank you. See you very soon, Carol. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Monday for another episode of Mike Ferry TV. If you like our show, find out more by visiting www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry Strategies Podcast every Friday for a new message from MFO.